live, laugh. Enter Dre Havoc. This gentleman, very much what his last name entails, he breathes havoc. That's pretty cool, huh? I like that. <laughs> I'll send you the link. I, uh, most of it Bojack did. I just put like mm-hmm. a little bit overlaid. Um, I am joined today by the man who's made of gold. I'm going to say it wrong so many times it's going to stick. <laughs> Mr. 24K Trey Havoc. And before we start, um, where can people find you on all social medias? Because I, I have something I, I'm excited to uh, start with. But before that, where can everybody find you? All right, I'm on Facebook as Trey Havoc. I am on Instagram as Mr. 24K Trey. I'm on Twitter as 24K Trey. I am on Threads as 24K Trey. Uh, oh, did I say Twitter? I meant X. I'm sorry. X, yeah. Do you use Threads? And I'm on TikTok. I, I made a Threads, and I have not put a Threads on. <laughs> yeah. I have not made one. But I am there, and I'm, I'm on uh, TikTok at, at Trey Havoc. I think people just have Threads just for with like, x becomes just like no more they're just like okay we'll have this um definitely go follow trey um the the man made of gold uh i do have some questions here because you you do tout yourself as being 24k trey and with that uh you you seem like you would have some knowledge of gold would you say so i have very minimal knowledge of gold well i am uh (laughs) about to ask you a 15 question quiz Ah, oh, gold. So we'll start. I um, where did the world's earliest gold mining take place? Cyprus, um, Persia, Greece, or Egypt? I'll say Egypt. Okay, is that right? That's correct. That's correct. Gold mining in Egypt dates back to more than thirty-five hundred years. Which country is currently the largest leading producer and consumer of gold? Is it Canada, Russia, Australia, or China? China. Whew, two for two so far. Heck um, yeah. On the periodic table of elements, gold is located above thallium and rhodium, beneath copper and silver, all of the above, or between platinum and palladium. I could repeat that, but I don't know how much it will help you. Yeah, you can repeat that. <laughs> okay. On the periodic table of elements, gold is located above thallium and rhodium, beneath copper and silver, beneath between platinum and palladium, or all of the above. I'll say all of the above. Okay. That is incorrect. Um, of course it is. <laughs> copper, silver, and gold are the so-called coinage metals are found in a vertical column on the periodic table so one two for one or two for three that's not too bad which gold mine is the deepest in the world the carlin canyon mine in nevada the east rand mine in south africa the mapoying mine in south africa and the super pit mine in australia See, I want to say the Super Pit Mine in Australia right. because it's called the Super Pit it's Mine. Super is definitely the coolest name of the of the four. But uh, what was the what was the second one? What was the first one in South Africa? Which one? So there's one in Nevada. There's two in South Africa: the East Rand Mine 
in the Mopoing mine, both in South Africa, and in the Super Pit mine in Australia. My gut says the Super Pit mine, okay, but I'm gonna say the East Rand mine in South Africa. Okay. It was actually um, the Mopoing mine in South Africa. Nah. You picked the wrong. I knew one. it was one of them. I knew it was going to be one of them in South Africa. What Eastern Roy? What Eastern European museum features the gold room, which houses ancient jewelry and other priceless gold objects? The Kremlin, the Hermitage, the Varna Museum, and the Vanilius Castle Museum. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this to me, man? Fun? Uh, you're making me think. Uh, uh, okay. This will be the last question. If you get this right, you can keep your name. So I'm not going to get it right. Which Eastern European museum features the gold room? The Hermitage, the Varna Museum, the Kremlin, or the Vilnius Castle Museum? I think the Kremlin, the, I don't think that's a museum. I'll throw out that a hint. I think it's like the headquarters for like Russian um, stuff. That's a hint? I think so. I, I would just say don't pick the Kremlin. Don't pick the Kremlin. Okay. Yeah. Mine would be between the Hermitage and the Varna Museum, if I had to guess. The Varna Museum was kind of like what I was leaning towards. Yeah. It was the Hermitage. So Motherfucker. You heard it here first. Um, well, let's, let's workshop some new names while we're here. Hey, you know, let's, let's go for it. The Man Made of Thallium. <laughs> don't ask me shit about thallium don't ask me a fucking thing about thallium you out to the ring and like a periodic uh, <laughs> cape around you you know what that's funny because when I was thinking of like t-shirt ideas for right. uh, 24 karat I wanted to get like the periodic thing yeah. for gold which is the AU which I was yeah. waiting for you to ask me that because I knew that Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, I wanted to get that but like the TH so like that was a that was a merch idea of mine that never happened. I'm I'll make it happen that. if you want. I do. I didn't want that to happen. Okay. Honestly, I could make that happen pretty easily. Um, good, man. So we're here with with Trey Havoc. How are you doing tonight, Trey? I am now nameless, but <laughs> <laughs> you the I was good before the quiz happened. <laughs> uh, so uh, last time we were on, so I don't know if you know this. That was actually the first time I ever did a solo interview. Yes. So here we are again. Here we are again. Christian's Christian has uh food poisoning. Christian's gonna have my foot in his ass. Yeah, I would say so. Uh I would he's ducking me. Yeah. So I told him I was like, you can miss this, but this is the second one. Um so he he knew what he was doing when he missed this. So starting to think he doesn't like me, man. Yeah. Um I want to talk about the swoggle picture you have on your wall. Okay. Tell me about it. So that was actually from my first WrestleCade. Uh-huh. Um, me and my wife's first WrestleCade. Um, she is a huge. So my wife, and I'm trying to think of the saying this in the best way possible. My wife is a huge fan of like little people. <laughs> <laughs> she really likes little people. Mostly yeah. because she's like five two, so like she yeah. likes anything shorter than her. So That's... um she was a big fan of, of Hornswoggle. 
So uh, we went to WrestleCade, and that was it. It was it was that's all she wanted. She's like, Hornswoggle is gonna be here. I want a picture of Hornswoggle. She's like, I don't care what what else what what other things we do. What else we do? I need a picture of Hornswoggle. So where is he? Where is that mother? So that is hers. Okay. The rest of these are mine. Yeah. That is hers. Okay. So did. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to unpack this a little bit more. Does she like watching like the little people, big world shows and stuff like yes, that? Yes, She loves little women, Atlanta. Um, we were supposed to go see micro wrestling when I okay. came down here, but I, I ended up having a booking so we couldn't go. Yeah. But um, yes, she is a, she is a fan of all things. Little people. This might be something that I cut from the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Trey keep Havoc, it. Trey Havoc, known for his ability to throw people. Uh, <laughs> how far? That is that is me. That is that is. I will throw them as far as I can. How far do you I, think that would be? Middle of the ring. How many rows? Who a little person? Yeah. Oh man, I'm 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 aiming for the back wall, dude. <laughs> 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 I don't know because some of them are really dense. Yeah. So like, I, I love. Like I'm gonna apologize for this right now. I'm I, as a disclaimer, I'm a very professional. I'm, yeah. I call myself the most professional wrestler. I try to. I, I try to keep all my stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, I can't. I I can't help it. Uh, yes if you are if you are smaller than the average person i'm gonna try and throw you farther that is yeah that's all i got right i've only asked this question once before and it was to tj boss uh but who who is the furthest person you've ever thrown well for a while diego had that um diego had that because we were actually at a flea market show a few years ago, and this is where Diego first started. It kind of first started. Um, it was called Shockwave. And they asked me to come and do a flea market show. So I did like three exhibition matches. Um, one of them was with Diego. And I, I had just started doing my uh, splash and then splash in the corner and then big beal to the other corner. Yeah. And most of anybody that I'd done it to prior to, they never jumped for me, so I just had to sheer force throw them yeah. across the ring. Um, but Diego did jump for me. Yeah. So him jumping for me, plus me and my like brute force, yeah. I threw him from the turnbuckles into the opposite turnbuckles um in the other corner. And I was waiting for him to sell up because I was I was uh playing to the crowd. Yeah. I turn over, he's upside down, like <laughs> he is yeah. upside down. In the turnbuckles, just hung up in there because I because like he I threw him into the turnbuckle. It's on YouTube, but it's it's hilarious because I was like, you can you can visibly see me go, oh shit, and like <laughs> and wait for him to get up so that way I could finish the spot. Yeah. But he to this day he won't let me live it down. So that was the the farthest that I had thrown someone until Case and Kane at the last UPW show. Okay. So he's now the new record holder. He is now the new record holder of outside of the ring. Yeah. So I, I'd be remiss. You brought up UPW very organically. 
January 27th. January 27th. We have a match with... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to wear this this shirt. Uh, it's okay. I know where your allegiances lie. You don't have to. You don't have to was, hide it. I know. It, was, it was free. It was free. Um, uh-huh. You've got a match against the Brutality Inc., and uh, it was just announced that uh, you have a partner for this match. Um, that partner is is James Ryan. It is OMG James Ryan. It is OMG James Ryan, and um. While we're on the subject, I'll give you a little bit of my insight as to why it is OMG James Ryan. So, as you may know, OMG has cost me two championship opportunities. He's cost me a championship opportunity at Ace for the for their top title, and he's cost me my rematch um, for the for the UPW Heavyweight Title in our triple threat with David Parrish. So he he has gotten the better of me twice. I can I'm a big enough man to where I can admit that. But he has also beaten Mark James. And sometimes the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Yeah. And also in Alex Evans' case, the friend of my enemy is my enemy. So uh yeah, Alex Evans kind of felt disrespected from you. What do you have to say about that? Alex Evans, and I've said it before, I have an immense amount of respect for what Alex Evans has accomplished in his time. And I will not take anything away from Brutality Inc. and what they have accomplished since they've been together. But Alex Evans has to understand that not every Mark James fight is also his fight. I use the tag team open challenge as a way to get to Mark James. Alex Evans was just going to catch strays because he's in the match. But Alex Evans decided to attack me personally. Yeah. And take what I said to Mark James personally for himself. And now he has a gripe against me, which is all fun. Well, these hands are ready to be for everyone. Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem whooping any of their asses yeah mark james broke into my house mark james attacked me while my family was not here thank god but alex didn't do anything to me he just has to be guilty by association but now he's guilty by opening his mouth and writing a check that his ass can't cash yeah i i would like to say you said catching strays I do think that you have opportunity for a new catchphrase is uh, catching strays from Trey. So if you ever want to use that in your next promo, just that that's an opportunity that I'm I'm handing to you on a silver platter. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> you but, know what? Another um, merch thing that I have just sitting in the drafts. Now I can't use it because of WWE, but my good friend Cade Seidel hit me up a couple months ago and he's like, hey Trey, he's like, here's the, here's some free merch idea for you. So you see, I'm wearing Beats by yeah. Beats by Dre, right? Yeah. Yeats by Trey. Why can't you use that? Oh, because of you can because definitely of, use that. I can, but I don't want everybody to be like, oh, he's just using it because of Jay Uso. You did you did Yeats stuff before that. You did Yeats did. last UPW show. I'm gonna make that happen. We're gonna get your merch table looking good. Yeah, we're gonna do the. Like, uh, yeah, 
it's it, I was like I have it because my wife uh she drew it up for me and it looks so nice, but at the time I couldn't find anybody to make my merch for me. Now I have someone to make my merch yeah. for me. You but definitely yeah, like you definitely I, need Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. I'll take a, a hoodie in it. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you uh I'll send you the design. Okay. Sounds good. And uh we kind of went away from UPW, but I think you, you kind of said all you need to say, but January 27th, come and see the merch that Trey has and come to see what happens with his match because you're right, James Ryan is the only person that's beat Mark James really since he's come back. Um, Mark Inc. James beat me. Uh, he, Mark James, yes, Mark James beat me. I more so beat myself Yeah, because I had a lapse in judgment. I acted out of character. He got me out of character. He did exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. And he used that against me. So for that, bravo, Mark James. You did what you set out to do. I applaud you for that. But you still owe me a pound of flesh. Yeah. Whether you want to admit it or not, you know, we all know how Mark is. He likes that bravado. He likes to act too cool for school. But at the end of the day, you owe me that pound of flesh. And whether you want to give it to me or whether I got to take it, that's up to you. But January 27th, I will get my pound of, my pound of flesh. Yeah, I'll be there. Everybody else watching this should be there. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great match, great card all around. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I think we can leave that as it is. Uh, I am wearing the shirt of your opponents, but that is because it was free. I, uh, I cut, the, I I cut the sleeves off. Like you don't cut the sleeves off of a shirt that you care about. So I do. I cut the sleeves off of all my shirts. I except love for yeah. my hoodies. Yeah, people that do that like. I'm just like, dude, that's forty dollars you just cut up. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta show off my assets, man. I got yeah. I got nice arms. I gotta show them off. That's all I have. Yeah. So um who do you who do you who do you think has the biggest arms in North Carolina? Do you think it's you? Um, who can I think of off the top of the off the top of my head that has bigger arms in North Carolina? I'm going to say me just because I can't think of anybody else currently, but I know somebody's going to. You got some pretty big arms over there. Thank you. You got some pretty big arms. Thank you. For those that are listening, you're not getting this content if you're. If, you're <laughs> if you want to see me flex. Um, but yeah, so. You got a good flex game. Thank you. Thank you. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned the flea market shows. What is a flea market show and how is that different than like a regular? Man, let me tell you, Daniel, I've been seeing some shit. <laughs> I've been I've been around and I've seen some shit. So basically a flea market show is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. There is a ring in the middle of a flea market and we put on shows like every few minutes or we put on matches every few minutes. So to draw draw advertisement or advertising for that for that company. Yeah. So is it like throughout the day, like there's just nonstop wrestling? Pretty much. Um, I don't know if you've been to a Comic Con. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been to Fayetteville Comic Con, but um, that's also kind of ha- they kind of run it the same way, except there's if Comic Con there's there's uh, more spacing in between the matches. There's about an hour between the matches. Whereas, uh, like I said, with the flea market show, like every every few minutes, 
Okay. So maybe every 10 to 15 minutes. What is what is the crowd like? Because I've been to flea markets. I think we all know what flea markets. Mm-hmm. Like. I love a good flea market, but there's a there's flea a clientele. Of, there's a, there's a clientele of a flea market. Yeah. How does it differ, like as an audience from like a regular show? So the regular show, the audience comes there for wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they already know what they come to see. With the flea market show, you're trying to attract people to the wrestling. You're trying to gain more fans to come yeah. to the shows. So it's big. It's like a billboard. It's like, hey, yeah. you know, we do this um, every every month or every two months or every like twice a month. Come watch it. Like if this interests you, we have more of that yeah. on this date. Blah blah blah. Here, so um, that's pretty much what it is. Just just an advertisement to get more people to come, get more eyes on the product. Ever have any wild moments at a flea market show? I've only been to one, and it was pretty mundane. Okay. It was pretty. It was pretty mundane. It was pretty uh, standard. Yeah. Nothing really crazy. Um, it was pretty, but pretty paint by numbers. When you uh, also, go, when you go, go to a, when you go to a flea market, what are the booths that you're most looking for? Like, are you going for like the vintage clothes, like the toys? So there used to be be a flea market here. And um, there used to be a booth that sold uh, pocket knives and ninja swords. Okay, yeah, I know those. Yeah, yeah. So that used to be my go-to. I actually bought. They had an authentic replica blade sword that I bought for like thirty bucks, and it was retailed for like one hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, that was my that was my gold mine. That was my find right there. So like. I try to like find stuff like that, like either that or like uh, TVs or electronics and stuff like that. You still have um, the sword? No, I, I actually it was stolen from me by my old roommates. Oof. So you want to call yeah. them out? Uh, they don't. They don't watch this. Um, I think. I think a few of them are in jail now, anyway. So they're definitely right. not going to see this. Yeah. <laughs> when you did have but, the sword, did you play with it? Oh, absolutely. Were you just in the backyard, it's, just fucking Power Ranger, just whacking the fuck out of shit man i yeah. sorry i like because we had a uh, we had long big grass like so it was kind of like it was a lot a big yard and then there was a bunch of grass yeah but the grass was part of the yard as most so, like, yeah so we just we just went back there and just like whacking shit it was so much fun because my my friend was also one of my roommates he didn't steal from me but he got he had bought swords too, so we were just out there just chopping yeah. down the fucking tall grass. It was so much fun. So did you have neighbors? Like were people like watching this happen or no, nah, it was um it was in the country. Okay. Because okay. we had found like this really nice house with this big with this big yard. Um and it was cheap. So like there was really like neighbor we had neighbors, but they were pretty far away, so it was just kind of like secluded. Say what you will about the country, but like you can have a nice house in the country. Oh man, I'm as an adult, as an adult, I love the country. Yeah. I um, absolutely love it. I so um when I I went to school at Campbell, uh, you know where that's at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my friend went to school there. Yeah, it's right by I know you work at Next Level Pro, it's right by Dunn. So uh, mm-hmm. um I had a house in Dunn um when I was going because I've I've been married before. Um it's my first marriage. We lived in a house that it was down a dirt road and then down another dirt road. It was so far in the country that 
I couldn't get internet. Like the internet speeds they offered were dial-up speeds. So I just oh, like that's how far out in the country it was. But there was mm-hmm. nobody around there. So like you could do whatever the fuck you wanted back there. And um it's it's a different kind of world. I I don't want to say that I miss it because you also are like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but uh but yeah, there's something nice about it. I also lived in Selma, which a little less smothered, but like I had a two bedroom house like a nice house right across mm. from the post office for like $700 a month. Dude. Like you can't beat that. No, not at all. Like I think um, the house that I had, it was a four bedroom, one bath with, and I know we were talking about like real estate shit now, yeah. <laughs> but it was a four bedroom, one bath on like big yard. And yeah. I think it was, it was $1,200 a month Oof. and they had just renovated it. And this was 2015, 2016. So like, it was really nice. Yeah. Like, so I had I had no issues, and then we split it between like three people, like it was like a few hundred dollars a piece. It was really nice. Um, Four bedrooms, I that house. bathroom. Yeah, that was the only downside. <laughs> yeah. Was like, yeah. So it, it was technically it was technically three bed one bath, but they had a garage and they converted okay. the garage into a um into another room. Yeah. So like we used that as like our entertainment room and then we had another roommate move in and he turned that into his bedroom so you're just out there in the middle of nowhere yeah. chopping the shit out of stuff in the back chopping the shit out of stuff what like i i feel like that's like like it's the time where you're like kind of an adult but you're not really an adult like 23 to 27 maybe 2015 like, i was 18 okay so you were fresh yes but like there's that like area where like you have responsibilities you have your own house but you also like can just do whatever the fuck you want and that's mm-hmm. like wild shit like yeah. we used to like um go like sledding there was like a graveyard right by campbell and we would just get like a um a baby pool and we would attach it to somebody's car and we just like go sledding down there like stuff you would never do as an adult and stuff you yeah. would do as a kid so like that chopping shit in the backyard have you seen the show knife or death i've heard of it but i haven't seen it so it's hosted by bill goldberg the most <laughs> charismatic wrestler yeah. <laughs> but it's like these fucking dudes let me see if i can pull up like a, a clip from it because it's wild because they just let anybody on the show and they let them bring whatever knife they want to onto the show um and uh, they just like go through this obstacle course where they're chopping shit. Like they're like, they'll do rope and they'll do wood. And then the next thing you know, they're like chopping fish in half and like all of this crazy stuff. Uh, um, but it's this like these crazy course where like, why would you ever have to do this in like an actual like world instance? But like, this is like the first round of it. Is he just cutting through? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And like, see, there's Goldberg. And oh, uh, yeah. so now they have these buckets. Like, what? Like, <laughs> like, there's, when would you ever need this? When would you ever? It gets wilder. Like, and they have to like cut enough. And it's the dudes that do it are these like, like dudes that you probably like, they're probably like prepping for the end of times. Like, <laughs> Those doomsday preppers? Yeah, they all make their own knives. Like this dude's like a Navy SEAL and he's like like I've I've watched like two seasons of this. Like it's oh, this it's is great. But um 
there. He's finally getting his technique down. But uh, it's just like there's a box full of stuff, and I think the next part is my favorite when they get to like the chickens and stuff. Oh, chickens. Cut, yeah, they have to cut through it. Oh no, no, they have the ice next. So they'll do this, and then he's got to cut through like a block of ice. If you're not watching this episode, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> but, Maybe watch like the first 15 minutes, and yeah. then it all goes to shit after. Yeah, but like, and it's just Goldberg. Like, of all people, I would not expect Goldberg to be like a Bill Goldberg. Is is Goldberg looks like he's into some random shit. Oh yeah, he looks like he he is swinging some knives in his backyard. Yeah. Uh, so they have Looks to break this, and when they break it, it's fucking red like blood. So that's how you know. See? Oh, yeah. So now that we've got through there, now we are going on to the the chicken round, I think. It's either like a chicken. Yeah, here's the chicken. And sometimes people get caught up on this chicken, and they don't actually. So this is a, the fish is definitely a, a deal breaker situation. But um, uh, he just lost. Like if you don't oh, cut the chicken in one round, you lose. So oh, that man. is a knife or death. That kind of what reminded me of you, like in the woods, slapping the shit out of some uh, <laughs> trees. I will say, um, he reminded me, um, old dude with his with his shit. So I think, so when I wrestled Bojack in the main event, uh-huh. I was three hundred and one pound. Uh huh. I am 255. Okay. So was that at Next Level Pro or was that uh, UPW? That was at the UPW show. Okay. When we yeah. main evented UPW. Yeah. I was 301 pounds. I am now 255 pounds. That was in October? October, yes. Yeah. Well, good job. Because it was supposed to be in September and then moved to October. Yeah. So, how, what is what is your your method look like for that? Like, how are you, how are you dropping those LBs? So, I do a lot of weightlifting. Um, in the morning, I eat two eggs, an oatmeal, and a fruit cup. Lunch, I eat tuna and rice, and then dinner, I eat chicken, vegetables, and rice. So you're eating the same thing every day, basically. Yes. How do you? How? Because I I've done like I've tried to do something like this before. How do you like stay consistent with that? Because that's tough. Um, whenever like it is tough, but like when I have an end goal in mind, yeah, willpower is like really like it's really good. Yeah. Um, but it's only when I have an end goal in mind. If I don't have an end goal in mind, then it sucks. Like I have to have something that I'm working towards. Which right now is um I'm wrestling Jack Tatum in February at Next Level's biggest show in 71st High School. Yeah. Uh it's February 17th, but I'm wrestling him in the main event for the next level pro wrestling heavyweight championship. You're still the champion, right? I am going on a year, man. Yeah. So we had you on, you kind of just won it. I think we had you like seven months on, seven months ago. So like about halfway through your reign. But now you're going to get against, would you say that Jack is your best friend? Jack is my best friend. He is my best rival. He is a good guy. He's an all around a good guy. But yes, he is my best friend. So how do you go into a match like against your best friend, knowing that like, he stands like between you and, and a paycheck for your family. So Jack knows me. Jack knows me for a very long time, so he knows how I am. And he and I have both risen from where we met to 
places I I never thought that I would be, let alone and he thought he would be. So for us, it's about proving who is the better person between the two. Yeah. Yes, money is very important, but at the end of the day, we're both in a sport and we're both very competitive. Yeah. So um, we just want to see who the better person is. Right now, we're even. I've beaten him just as many times as he's beaten me. But it and last time we wrestled singles was at Alternative Combat Wrestling's inaugural show. So it was their first yeah. show, and at the time I was the their now passion of wrestling, but it was Championship Wrestling from Georgia. I was their passion of wrestling champion. Yeah. So I defended that championship on the first Alternative Combat Wrestling yeah. show, and I beat Jack. And that was the last time we worked singles. Um, so that's that was three years ago, I think. It was a little bit ago. So the fact the him and him and I have both grown exponentially since then. Yeah. It's it's gonna be something that, you know, I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have dreamed about or I was only dreaming about like a few years ago. So um, you and Jack kind of came up together. It's been three years. So this is kind of a match where you're looking to prove to see, like, show what each other has been doing. It's kind of like, um, do you ever play Pokemon? Yes. You know how, like, you have, like, your friend that you kind of battle throughout the game as they get bigger and they get stronger. Like, after each battle, you kind of put your test against each other. Yes. This is your kind of, like, I wouldn't say enemy, but it's like your... You're equal and you as you grow you get to kind of put your test together um i imagine that's a, a match you'd like to see on a much bigger stage as well which i think would be cool if you had that like three different goals of it like acts of it where you finally get to have it like in front of a, a packed fucking house like, oh yes that that so 71st the last 71st show we had was last year it was february so it was right before i won the title because i won the title in march and it's a huge crowd. Yeah. It's a very huge crowd, but I don't have, and I worked, um, I wrestled Bobby Wolford. Yeah. And he, we, uh, I lost, or I won by disqualification, but because uh, Chris Vallow had run in. So that's why I got my rematch in March. But it's a huge crowd, but definitely like getting like on a, on a stage. Yeah. Where it's like, all eyes are on us and being able to showcase what we have in front of yeah packed building yeah just showing how much we've grown since like i met him since he met me like i think when he when he met me i was wearing blue flame compression pants Okay. Some kick pads that I want on e- that I bought on eBay and a long sleeve black compression shirt. Okay. That was, was my that was my ring my ring gear. What was the character that went with that ring gear? It, there wasn't one. It was just Trey Havoc. <laughs> um, I wanted to be when I first came out. I wanted to be the uh, the Apocalypse Trey Havoc, which is why the Havoc is at the end of my name. Yeah. So I want to be like. Kind of like Baron Corbin's Lone Wolf character. I wanted to be like a darker, darker, edgier character, except for the fact that I'm not dark or edgy. Yeah, I to almost to a fault because like yes, because I will say like when like doing 
like graphics and stuff, there's not a picture of you where you're not smiling. It's <laughs> fucking frustrating <laughs> because you're like, <laughs> you're trying to put this bad card together, and it's just like these fuckers, they're just like, oh, and it's just Trey, like, and it's just like, <laughs> so, so there's a reason for that. So, um, and I know it's frustrating because yeah. I've had multiple people, multiple graphic, like my, um, Dylan Cusack, he makes, or he made all of my graphics for my next double title defenses. Yeah. All my match cards. Um, the one, the one graphic that I have with all, all the people with the X's on it. Yeah. Um, he made that and he, he was like, Trey, he was like, please give me a picture where you're not smiling because you look you don't look intimidating when you when you smile. Yeah. I was like, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> I beg to differ because if a big at now 255-pound man is smiling at you in a sport where people get hurt. Yeah. How like what's 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 more worrisome than that? Why is he happy? I feel like he's about to fuck me up. Yeah, <laughs> but I am genuinely a happy person. I'm yeah. genuinely like I enjoy wrestling. If you, if I'm rest, I enjoy the sport of wrestling. Yeah. If I am standing across the ring from you, Daniel, and we're wrestling, and you get and you get up on me and you get the better of me in something, I'm gonna laugh. I'm going to smile because good on you, Daniel. You got up on me, and now I'm gonna fuck you up. Like, <laughs> like. That was great. And now I have to kill you. So, but I genuinely, and that's who I am. And I want to portray, I was always told that your promo picture should explain you. And my promo picture explains me. Yeah. I'm a, like, um, when I joined the Gorilla Squad uh, two years ago, it's Ollie Steele, D-Mac, LA Tank, three big intimidating men Three, three big intimidating monsters. All uh, except for Tank, he's 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 my height. But mm-hmm. um, D Max six four, Ali still six four, just huge big men, yeah. three hundred plus pound, just intimidating, mean mean looking faces. And you get all of us in a line, and you have me smiling. <laughs> <laughs> you have me with this big smile on my face, and that's just that that is the contrast because. Yeah. I want you to know that I want you to have a good time when you're watching me wrestle. Yeah. And I want you to know that I'm having a great time. I like that. So I want that to permeate in everything that I do. I'm having a fantastic time. Awesome. Uh, So you mentioned the aspect of me and you in the ring. How far are you throwing me? (laughs) I've, I've, I've met you. You're a big guy. You're a big guy. Uh, you gave me uh, a piggyback ride. Once. I did give you a piggyback ride. I have been getting my reps in. So you, you I, do I, know. I think I can do about about three quarter. We'll have to. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'll let After you three quarter. Yeah. I'm gonna start training how not to. Be- <laughs> <laughs> <And> you. <laughs> we'll see. Um, <laughs> Uh, on the wall behind you, you've got a. It looks like it's a newspaper article. That right one. Books, yeah. Tell me, yes. is that wrestling related? That is, uh, that is next evolution wrestling. 
Um, it was a company that ran in Elizabeth City. That is the first newspaper I was ever in. Walk me through that. So I wrestled. I was supposed to wrestle. I was supposed to wrestle Philip Brown and uh, on the show. And I think this was 20, it was either 2018 or 2019. So I was really, it was 2018 because I was really green. I had just gotten gear made. I was 290 pounds, not in a good way. Um, Have you noticed that's why when, I'm wearing a t-shirt. when people like talk about how skinny they are, they're like, oh, I was 120 pounds soaking wet. They don't, you don't hear us big boys saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was three ten soaking wet. Like I feel like <laughs> you should do that. Like take it back. I was two hundred ninety pounds soaking wet. Sorry, I like, like, but I like, and um, they had me. The guy that I have in a chin lock right now is Jeremy Barcliff. He had a uh, drum major gimmick. Uh, nicest guy, and I felt I felt really bad whooping on him the way I did. Yeah, but uh, I was going for my electric chair, which which was my finish at the time. Yeah. And he slid behind and rolled me up for a finish. So for the finish. So um he actually got up on me that night. I I beat the hell out of Mather. So yeah. he got up on me that night. Kudos to him. So who are the autographs around? You got the one to the right. So in total, I have Monoro Suzuki. Cool. I have Jay Lethal. I have two for crime time. Um Hornswoggle. That's it. That's all the, and then the rest are just um their flyers that I've been on, that all my friends have signed. Or everybody on the show has, has signed. That's awesome. Uh, let's talk about crime time a little bit. Um, JTG's out there. Yes. He's wrestling. Yes. You like to step in the ring with him? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I um I was really jealous of Bojack when he did at Deadlock. Uh huh. Because um, I met I met both of them, um, and they they gave me a lot of good advice, gave me a lot of encouraging words. They were really nice to me, um, you know. And watching them grow, watching them when I was growing up, like yeah. they they were that tag team for me. Yeah. So like when I finally got to meet them and see how nice they were and everything, and actually worked JTG's table. Yeah. At WrestleCade a couple years back, but um, so I actually got to spend some time with him like one on one. He's a pretty cool dude. Um, but yeah, no, that that definitely be a be a match that I I want. I got a, I had a lot of dream matches that happened for me in 2023. That's one of them. That's one of them that I want. Let's talk about the dream matches that did happen. I had a great 2023. Daniel had a really good 2023. Question beforehand. Crime time's kind of fucked up, right? Like that's kind of a fucked up gimmick. I mean, yeah, it's problematic at now, okay. but you know, they work through it. Yeah. It's it's yeah. very problematic, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, not gonna breathe past that, but yes, yes, yeah. it is a problematic gimmick. Yes. Yeah, well, we're on the same page. Okay, so dream matches in twenty twenty three. Let's walk through them. All right. So let's start with uh at Bojack. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. I had OMG James Ryan twice. I had Jake Manning, Joe Black, Donnie Ray. Um, I wrestled Jackson Drake. Yeah. I beat him. 
think I think that's it. Is that it? Let's talk about your match with Joe Black. Oh, let's talk about my match with Joe Black. Because Joe Black's fucking awesome. For those who oh, don't, know. Jeter, Jeter, sorry. Who was also a fucking great individual, but yeah. yes, Joe Black. Let's talk about what was that? What when you found out about that match, what what went through your head? Were you like aware of Joe Black? Oh, I've known Joe, I've known about J, Joe Black for my entire career. Okay, I've heard whispers of Joe Black. I've heard stories of Joe Black about this intimidating beast yeah. of a man who who's just a, a destroyer. All through my career, even when I was in um in fire in fire stations uh-huh. and didn't know what a seminar was, I knew who Joe Black was. Yeah. So I started wrestling last year. I started wrestling for a company, uh, Southern States Pro, uh-huh. in Atlanta, Georgia. It's an offshoot of Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. Uh-huh. So I started wrestling for them, but um, I ended up not being able to go to a few shows. So I hit them up. I was like, hey. I'm ready to go. When's the next show? He was. They were like, "Hey, it's at a Southern Fried Gaming Expo down here in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Come on down." I was like, "Well, who am I working?" They were like, "We don't know yet. Just come on down." I was like, "Cool." So we get there, come up there with my luggage, say hello to the uh, to Murder One and Josh Wheeler, the owners and bookers. Yeah. I was like, "All right, guys. So who am I wrestling today?" He said, "You're wrestling Joe Black in the in the semi. Have fun." Oof. I said. Say that one more time. <laughs> He's like, you're also Joe Black in the semi. Go have fun. I was like, all right. So I looked at my wife because she was with me. And she's like, you got it. I was like, okay. I walked in the locker room. I saw him. And like, I talked to him beforehand, but I'd only like, hey, you know, how you doing? I've never like had a conversation yeah. with him. And it he is, I don't want to ruin his shit right now. He is fucking one of the nicest guys I've ever talked to. Oh, we just had him on the podcast. He's. I know. Like, <laughs> I was so hyped when y'all announced that y'all were bringing him on. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is one of the nicest guys I've ever talked to. He was super yeah. receptive to my shit. He wanted, like, and then we went out there, fucking, he hits like a fucking Mack truck. But the yeah. good thing is, I do too. <laughs> So we just went out there and like we hit each other, and um, he he got the better of me. Uh, we we went to the back, super nice. He was like, "Hey man," he's like, "Super nice." Super, yeah. Put me over on Twitter, so I was like, "Oh thanks." He put um, you over on the podcast too. Oh, did he? Yeah, we asked. I about didn't finish you. it. Oh, oh okay. I'm it's, sorry. It's okay. It's your fault. I mean, you're missing. Out. <laughs> you're missing out. Like it's not on me. I, I was there firsthand. Yeah, Joe Black is fucking awesome. I feel I love that Joe Black has become like his stamp with the beads has just like if you see the beads, you know like this person the fucking watch out with. I love to see you with a pair of beads. I'm not like I don't know anything, but like uh. I'll tell you this. The I've like I said, twenty twenty three was a great year for me. Yeah. I really The person that came on here in the beginning of 2023 and had his first podcast with you guys, it's just a different person than is here today. Like I'm the same, I'm the same person, but I'm a completely different professional wrestler. Yeah. I 
I've really come into my own, and I can say that without with 100% confidence. And I've scratched a lot of things off of my list that I've wanted to do, and I don't really have a lot of accomplishments or anything else that I want to achieve. Obviously, I have stuff that I want to achieve, yeah. but I'll have a lot of stuff right now that I want to achieve other than just growing and getting better every day. Yeah. Except those beads. Those beads are a must for me. And I don't know what I got to do to get them, <laughs> but that is, that is my yeah. goal currently because I know what those beads represent. I know what those beads mean. Yeah. And that's, that is the crowning achievement for me right now is to get, is to get Joe Black's beads. Yeah. Would you shuttle for O'Shea Edwards beads? I would definitely take O'Shea's, but, uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't say no if O'Shea gave me, yeah. gave me beads. But he, um, he, he let us know a little bit about how he chooses it. And it's, it's like at the same time there is a, a criteria, but at the same time it's just like, like you have to kind of have it. Yeah. I think you have it. I would agree. I would say you're worthy of beats. Obviously, I'm not the one who gives them out. Maybe we should start like a podcast beats. Would you wear our <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got bad pants beats? Yeah, they're just little balls with our logo on them. Would you wear that? Or would that... I would, man. I'd wear it. I'd wear it. I feel like that would be disrespectful to to all of the great wrestlers that are like but, yeah. <laughs> that do beats. Yeah, but like it's a, it's a thing, dude. It's like, the, I would, I'd love to be, ten, fifteen, because I'm seven years in. January twenty seventh will be my seven years, my seven year anniversary. So but, you, you're that's the UPW show. Yes, it is. Oof. I gotta, I gotta make it big for my twenty, yeah. my, my seven years. Yeah. So, but I'd love to have the stamp of. If Trey puts his if Trey puts his stamp on you, you're somebody. Yeah. Because that if I never get signed, if I never go big time, I never do this full time. If it is if my opinion of someone means that much, yeah. I've meant I've made it. Because yeah. you have put such a stamp on professional wrestling. You have put such a mark on professional wrestling that your opinion will make or break somebody yeah I, I definitely see that in your future um i value your opinion i appreciate it yeah um so you mentioned that a lot has changed since the last time you're on this podcast what are some of those big things that have changed for you my confidence my in-ring ability my in-ring acumen my ring psychology my big matches my first match um so i won the next and i can attribute all of that to next level i can yeah. all attribute all of that to all of my next level championships to ace and to upw yeah because like when i first started and i first won the next level championship i had no big matches experience i um hadn't been in any main events i had just been you know i've been close to the main event i've been wrestling for a little while and then I won that, and they were they were kind of like, go do it, do you do what you want, do yeah. go be the person that we put this title on. And they gave me free reign of whoever I wanted to bring in, whoever I wanted to wrestle, and I immediately wanted to, I'd like, 
I love like the two champions that had happened before me. They were great champions, but they didn't elevate. Yeah. So I wanted to elevate the championship. And so I wanted to bring in big match guys. I wanted to bring in guys that were going to elevate me, elevate the championship, elevate the company. Yeah. So I brought in Bojack, brought in Donnie Ray, brought uh, I wrestled Aaron Cox. I brought in um I wrestled Hambone, which is one of their trainees, but he's a trainee yeah. with a lot of promise. Yeah. But I wrestled um Victor Andrews. That's another one that that's that was another one off my dream list. Yeah. Um brought in guys that I knew would push me to be a better version of myself and yeah. give me that next level experience. So like I had the work rate, I had the storytelling, I had the psychology and all that. And yeah. it helped build me into a more confident, competent wrestler. And it helped my ego. Yeah. So you mentioned all these dream matches. And I, I can remiss if I don't bring up the fact that you you did have a match that was, quote unquote, a, a dream match the last time that we had on that you were able to knock off that list. But you haven't brought it up, um, really, is in that regard. And that's a match you had against Mark James. Um, There's a reason. What's the reason? Because that dream match turned into a nightmare. Yeah. I asked for that match when I saw Mark James as a pioneer, as a as a, a name that went away, came back, became the best version of himself, and is now here to help and it's here to show these kids how it's done yeah because big fan of oh big fan of cw anderson big fan of preston quinn i was like mark james is coming he's going to come and he's going to be like that he's going to help these kids he's going to show he's going to he's going to be that benchmark yeah and i want to wrestle the benchmark i want to prove myself against what i see as a measuring stick and he took that and twisted it and he tainted it he tainted the whole thing man i he took something that should have been something great and he made it not like he made it a horrible experience and i still don't feel vindicated so you at your seven year anniversary you have a lot more to prove than just like a win and the titles because the titles are on the line you this match is payback this match is uh, a chance to measure yourself on who you were when you had that last match because a lot has changed since then so where are you compared to then but but in the end this is a chance for you to kind of get even i know i can be back yeah i showed it August 1st at um at Alternative Combat Wrestling. I show that I can beat Mark James. Yeah. My lapse in judgment cost me that win. So January 27th, I'm gonna make things right. I'm gonna right that wrong. Yeah. I'm gonna take those titles with. I'm sorry, Alex Evans. I'm sorry you feel disrespected. I'm sorry I haven't talked talked about you enough. But you're gonna get it too, and that's kind of your fault. Yeah. Guilty by association. 
Yeah, and you've already beaten Jackson Drake, so like their little their their third member, you've shown that you can you could go one on one with him. It, it sucks because I love Jackson. Yeah, I love him so much, and to see him align himself with Mark is is really sad for me personally because yeah. I watched him and Malachi grow up. I watched them when they were little growing up into who they are now and Jackson Drake is incredible and he doesn't need to do the shit that he's doing now but he is and it doesn't make any sense I, I, I hate it but just another reason to beat the shit out of Mark James maybe I'll maybe I'll drop a few more pounds go down to light heavyweight <laughs> I fucking I'm there for it um, so we've talked about 2023 we talked a little bit about 2024 but like what is what is next for Trey Havoc? What do you want to achieve? Where do you want to be? Who do you want to fight? I want those beads, man. I want to be better than I am currently, which right now is the best I've ever been. And I want to be better than that at the end of 2024. I want some new promotions under my belt in 2024. I want some new championships under my belt or around my waist in 2024. I want my name to be on everybody's lips. Yeah. I want to be the guy to beat. I want to be the guy. I want to be the guy to wrestle. I want to be the guy to see. And hopefully by the end of 2024, 2025, I don't have a single free day. Yeah. I want to be, like I said, I just want to be better than I am, than I am currently. I want to be better tenfold than I am now. I'll give you a little insight. So the end of 2023 or the beginning of 2023, I told my wife, I said, if things aren't better, because 2022 was a really down year. I told my wife, I said, if 2023 doesn't look better than 2022 by a a country mile, I'm going to step away. Yeah. I was planning on stepping away at the end of the year, but 2023 was so good. 2023 proved to me how good I am and how good I can be. Yeah. And that there is more for me out there. So 2024, I just want to capitalize on that. Awesome. Well, I'm rooting for you in that regard. Um, what's the weirdest DM that you've ever gotten? Uh, somebody wanted to take off my sweaty socks and massage my feet. Okay. Let's walk through that a little bit more. Is this somebody you knew? Like, no. So how were they local? Nope. Or do they want to like fly you out? Yeah. Okay. Do they do you talk price with them at all? No. Is there a price? No. So there's no amount of money that I could say, hey, here's ten thousand dollars and a plane ticket. A a plane ticket and a lot of money to to take off my sweaty socks and massage my feet. Yeah, it sounds like a pr- honestly, sounds like a pretty good deal. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a win-win situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on how down bad I am as far as money goes. <laughs> so, like a lot of times, we ask people these questions. They're kind of young kids. You've got a wife. What does your wife think of of that kind of 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 message that comes through? So, my wife's pretty cool. Um, 
she's actually really cool, honestly. But um, I she was actually like beside me when I got that DM, and she was like, she asked, she was like, did he say anything about money? <laughs> she's like, how much is he, is he saying? I was like, he hasn't said anything about money, but I'm about to block it. She's like, oh, well, wait a minute now. <laughs> Let's, let's let's see. Let's hear about. It. Let's hear the guy out before we just block him. Yeah, I we feel like bills. Have, I feel like you have to at least know what he's offering. Yeah, you know. So ten thousand dollars and a plane ticket, and Trey. Ten thousand dollars is a lot of money. So Trey will fly wherever you want him to. He'll he'll do some workouts, and then he'll let you take off his socks, massage. I'll go, I'll go do the leg press. <laughs> and, uh whatever and then let you let you massage my sweaty feet Ca- cash on arrival cash like you actually know you got to venmo me or cash at me before yeah. i get on the plane venmo or cash app what do you prefer i'd, I'd take both of them you're giving me money <laughs> just wonder like they're both fine i didn't know if you had a preference though i don't i don't have a preference at all venmo cash app zelle paypal i, I like zelle because that shit goes right into your bank account so I me and Zell had a very complicated relationship for half of 2023 because like you can only have a certain bank account with it. Oh, okay. Because like I because I bank with a credit union and the credit union didn't use Zell. So and I, I use Zell to pay my rent. Yeah. So I had to go open up a new bank account just so I can pay my rent. So it's but yeah, me and Zell are cool now. Now when people are like, "Hey, you want me to pay you and Zell?" Yes, because yes. go straight in my bank account. I don't you want, to pay you want me to have this money immediately without any yes, fees? yes, <laughs> in uh, seconds, please, yeah. <laughs> please oh, send yeah. it to me. I love Zell. Um, let's see, what was I gonna say? Uh, so what is the craziest story that you've had to tell somebody that is not in wrestling? That was like a, a wrestling story that you were just like next day at work. You're just like, you're not gonna believe what fucking happened to me. Daniel, so let me tell you, let me tell you about one of the strangest, weirdest, craziest uh, road trips I've been on. Okay. So I used to wrestle for a place called Danger Zone uh, Sports Entertainment. It's also where I um, where I met Jack. Um, so I, this is actually this is the first match that me and Jack ever wrestled together because uh-huh. it was a tag team match. Um, it was a guy from where I live. His name was Trigga Trey. And he... Uh, <laughs> I want nothing to do with that. I didn't even <laughs> like that we shared the same name. Yeah. But um, he wanted to... Um, he got booked up there along with me. So he was like, hey, let's go up there together. So you and Trigga Trey? Or you and yes. Jack? No, okay. me and Trigga Trey. Okay. We, uh, we, we go up there together. I did, at this time, I didn't know where Jack lived. Uh, yeah. But okay, so we go up there. We take his truck, which is like a, a 2000 Ford Expedition with the the hubcap spinners. Okay, yeah. And all the AutoZone little decals and stuff you can put on it. Oh yeah. With the mirror tint, it was horrible. Yeah, I'm right. So, You're painting a picture. I'm seeing. Yeah, he and he he comes out of the house. It's just it's a it's a whole thing. So um, I probably shouldn't say names just in case he watches this, but it's too late now. <laughs> so he um we go we go and we're going down i-40 and um going down i-40 suddenly he's like hey i'm tired hey trey can you switch i'm like yeah sure and it's me him and this cameraman 
when the so it's three of us. So I'm driving. He's in the back. Uh, he cracks open a tall boy, <laughs> and he's drinking in the back. I'm like, he's got mirrored tent. I'm fine. Yeah. So I'm still driving. I'm a little sketched out, but I'm I'm still driving. All of a sudden, his cameraman's beside me, and all of a sudden, I, I hear, and I'm like, oh, the dude's got the allergies. Yeah. No. Whatever. He does it a few more times. I look over. Dude's doing cocaine beside me. <laughs> so like I look over, I look straight, both hands on the wheel, <laughs> and I I'm like, I'm going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> if I get pulled over, I'm going to prison. So then we get out, I go to the trunk to get my uh to get my bags out and everything and Tags were expired from like a couple years back. Yeah. So it was it was a whole thing. I was so scared. I was I don't even know how I got back home, honestly. I don't think I rode back with him. No, because he left. He left after our match. And then I rode back with some of my friends who also lived in Wilmington. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was a very scary situation. Just do it. Here's the back, Trigger. I love you. I love you now. Um, you're a great guy. Is he? Yeah, he's, he's he's great. You talk to him? I haven't talked to him in a while. You see, so you know, he's, you just know he's great now. Uh, yeah. Okay. Danny, uh, why do I feel like you're trying to start fine? I'm just saying, like if. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How do you know he's great? You haven't talked to him. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm not. From what I've heard from Trigger Trey, not great. Um, <laughs> yeah. People change. Um, people change all the time. Yeah. Cocaine—that's got to be wild. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, uh, I guess that's where we'll end it. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's where you want to end it. So, cocaine road trip. Cocaine um, road trip. You've gone from cocaine road trips to road trips with your wife. I'm, I'm guessing those are are a little bit better, right? Yeah, yeah. No, they're great. Um. Is your wife she doesn't a- like my driving, so she drives more. So I feel like I'm being chauffeured around. Perfect. Is she a podcast person? No, no. She likes uh she likes her dubstep. Oh, so you're um, <laughs> so you're just like, paying a bit. You're just in the car all of a sudden, just like. So there's no in between. It's either dubstep, uh, uh, what is it? Emo. It's like emo music. Yeah. But it's like Pierce the Veil and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's fucking Melanie Martinez and like, and there's one like I can't stand Melanie Martinez. I hate it, and she yeah. knows I hate it, so she'll play it all and like turn the fucking volume up. So I have to wear these, which yeah. are noise canceling, so she can't fucking talk to me. From what I know about your wife, first off, sounds like a great lady. Also, She's a, a wild, fantastic a wild person. She loves yes. little people. She does. And she loves dubstep. Yes. And she loves Trey Havoc. She does. So I don't know why. I don't know why she loves me, but she does. Yeah. Yeah, she is. What are you doing in here? You talking about me and I can hear you. Get out. <laughs> Tell her I said go listen to some dubstep. Daniel said go listen to some dubstep. There you go. I don't know if I made it. <laughs> oh, tell them I said hey. Tell them I said hey too. 
Daniel says, tell him he says, hey, too. All right. So 2024 is the year that Trey Havoc's going to blow up. It's the year that you're going to get booked. Set yourself for a prize 2025. It's the year you're going to get the beads manifesting it for you. Um, yeah, man. Anything I'm also going to give that United Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Hold on one second. You mean this United Pro? Oh uh, yeah. I'm I'm currently the champion. I don't know if you knew that. Are you are you currently the champion? Are you the man to beat? Yeah, so if you can throw me. <laughs> <laughs> Say less. Say less, Daniel. I've been working. Yeah. I, I'm gonna start putting on masks. You right. drop it, I'll I'll add it right back. <laughs> so I went to the gym last week and did PRs. I my bench currently is 415 pounds. Oh shit, that's pretty so, strong. Yeah, I was I was surprised. But so hey. anybody out there, Trey's gonna fucking throw at anybody. That's what 24 is gonna be about. It's gonna be throwing the shit out of people. Yeah, and I can't wait for it. Um, it's gonna be throwing the shit out of people in very long, stalling vertical suplexes. Yeah, I that at the last match where you guys traded off, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, Appreciate it. Seasons yeetings. What is the next <laughs> yeet pun that you're going to be incorporating? Oh, man. See. Yeetster. <laughs> there you go. Now, the, yeetster? Hey. Because <laughs> I can't think of something good for Valentine's Day. But yeetster? I like yeetster. Okay. We'll, we'll get to work on yeetster. Um, I like yeetster. Uh is is there anywhere people can get merch other than your table? My DMs. Okay, so slide into his DMs. Ten thousand dollars and a plane ticket. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. My so much. DMs. Yeah. Um, I'm working on a, a pro wrestling tees. Yeah. Uh, Thor, but I have none yet. Yeah, pro wrestling tees kind of sucks. Oh, does it? I mean, not like. It doesn't suck. Like we have one, it's fine. But like, it's like thirty dollars for a. Uh, we had to pay to get one. Don't give us that look. <laughs> uh, yeah, we didn't get it off our own merit. But yeah, it's fine. Um, Mark James. I also want a uh, cage match profile. You don't have one. No, I don't. We'll get you one. Somebody else doesn't have one. That was shocking to me. Diego doesn't have one. Yeah, I think it was Diego. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Okay, we're gonna get yeah. you a matchbook profile. We're gonna get you a ye- yeetster. Yeetster. Whatever that is. A yeetster basket. Oh <laughs> there you go. Um, I put them in a basket and then just throw the basket. Yeah, you know those like big ones like they had at like uh elementary school, like the big tubs, like the mm-hmm. they're all different colors. They have the little rope handles. Yeah. Yeah, just get one of those, put them over your head and just throw them. Just yeah. eat them. Yeah, coming to soon. Is it April? April? Yeah, it's April. April. Yeah. Coming soon to United Pro Wrestling. Say <laughs> Yetrix Day. What else we got? What else we got? Yito Ye- de Mayo. I'll stop. I'm not booked on that one. Yeah, well, I don't I don't really that's not really me. I'm not booked on that shit. Okay, well, you can still like you still have a saying. I don't know. 
This has been I, fun. I'm gonna use only, only I'm gonna use all my yeet puns at UPW. Okay, so I'll have to talk to Jay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has been you fun. You talk to Jay. Yeah. I don't I don't know if he'll listen to me, but I will talk to him. <laughs> this has been fun, dude. Thanks for taking the time to talk with me. Uh thank you, man. What the fuck, Christian? Are you what the fuck, pray? Christian? This is twice. I'm whooping your ass when I see you. Yeah, it's on site. It's on site. Yeah. All right. I love you, Joe Black. Yeah. I hope you if if Joe Black listens to our podcast, I've done something right. I don't I don't I don't know if he's gonna get as far as uh the he's he's a cool guy, but he's got a low tolerance for bullshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a solid a solid third of this that's just bullshit. We'll do a Joe Black cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Joe, this is for you. Yeah. Uh, all right, dude. Well, have a good night. Uh at 24K, Trey, see him at United Pro Wrestling on the 27th. What is the date for uh, Next Level Pro? It is also the 27th, but it is late. Oh, the the January one or the February yeah, one? The February one. The February one is uh, February 17th at 71st High School. Yeah. That is Trey Havoc versus Jack Tatum. A match. Almost. I'm going. That is my last offense before I hit a year. So, so. I... Uh, I was going to say this earlier, and I was debating on whether I should say it at all, which is usually means I probably shouldn't. But I don't know if you know this, but if you combine Jack Tatum and your facial hair, you guys have a perfect beard. Because he's got the stash. And he's got the... You got the... See, I knew I shouldn't have said it. I knew I shouldn't have said it. I worked very hard for this beard game. It looks good. It looks good. I'm just saying, like, my beard could be better. I I am part Indian. I'm part Native American, so this is the best I can do. Wait a minute, we feel like shit. You hurt. No, you hurt me. <laughs> you hurt me first. The fuck? Yeah. You don't get no feel bad. <laughs> you don't get to make me feel bad after you hurt my feelings. Oh, this has been fun. Uh, I guess it's on site for me now as well. Um, you just went up throwing your ass. I would love to fucking see you try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounded like a challenge. I love challenges, yeah. Daniel. Another, if you get there early enough on January seventh, twenty seventh, you could see Trey throw me. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Or check it out on the Traveling Pants vlog. That's we'll it. We'll do. We'll do a raffle. We'll do a raffle. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you.